0: Welcome to the Televerse,
1: Streaming in Place, Avatar The Last
0: Airbender. Hello everybody and welcome back to Streaming in Place. We are here to talk about the entirety of season one, or book one, water, of Avatar The Last Airbender. Very excited to reflect back on the season, first of course with Nolan Allison, but then with all of our fabulous Zoom listeners. Also, I have updates from my parents. Uh, I invited <laughs> them your to
2: come parents on. on the yeah, I and they to and say.
0: they were like no, I just tell you and then you tell everyone. <laughs> like, oh.
1: May maybe at the end of book three, we'll maybe I, I will
0: I will extend the invitation as I did previously, and we'll we'll see how it goes. um uh, We also have a comment at the website from Vince. So I guess I'll lead off with that. Vince says, Ko is really creepy. Uh, but you know what? It reminded me of Gary Oldman's character in the 1998 Lost in Space movie. At the end of the movie, he's somehow fused with some creepy spider monster, but you can still <sighs> make out his face within it all. I'm pretty sure I got one or two nightmares of that uh, peek into the uh, uncanny valley of horror. Um, and Vince says that Ua and Sokka air quotes, romance, felt way too rushed for me to get invested in. I did get invested in UA as a character, not so much in their relationship though. So that's basically, Marcus, what you were saying. Uh, I think it would have been way more hard-hitting if we had spent more time with them, maybe show them sneaking off, bouncing off fantasies of what could have been if UA wasn't already engaged. Also, Yue and Saka don't have that much in common, apart from maybe losing their respective mothers, as UA's mother is nowhere to be found. Um, and they didn't have enough chemistry to sell their attraction towards each other apart from... UA is really pretty, and here's someone who doesn't see me as capital T, the Princess TM, and who's not interested in me purely out of political reasons. Plus, he follows me around like a puppy, and he's easy on the (laughs) eyes. Which is a long reason, explanation for Sokka, but I'm done with it. Um, And then Vince says the visuals were really, really stunning. Katara held her own so well against Zuko. I was really happy with that. Also, that very specific hero shot that you mentioned last time, Allison, I'm thinking the one that you're talking about um, in the previous episode, The Waterbender. I love the expression they use over at Cinematic Universe Podcast, which I got introduced by a friend of the show, Caroline Sita, being on there. Uh, it's a punch the air moment. It is the best description of that rush of emotions an empathetic viewer finds in a scene like that that I have encountered up until now. It's also something you can't translate into German without using several sentences and relative (laughs) clauses, which we (laughs) obviously (laughs) love using. Um, So Vince's favorite character, uh, main character of the season, is Appa. Second favorite main character is Katara. And he's kidding. It's also Appa. Appa is first and second, but then Katara is third. Um, And the favorite side character is the the leader of the female warriors of Kyoshi. So uh, uh, Suki, right? Suki? Suki? Suki. Suki. Thank you. Uh, I don't know why, but that but they left an impression, and I'm I'd love to know more about how that came to be. So I'm gonna drink some water here, and uh, <laughs> hmm, we'll see if we see Suki again, and maybe find out more about the Kyoshi Warriors in book two or three. Um, for my parents, uh, my mom's favorite character so far is, and I will quote her. I guess I guess I'd say Saka. So that's where we've come full circle. Twist! Yeah, yeah. And uh I asked her if she had a favorite animal that besides Appa and Momo and she and she was like, I mean, you don't know any of the other animals, so what's the I was like, we watched the show very differently then, Mother, because I have <sighs> detailed ah. thoughts about all of the animals. So just never thoughts on the animals. But 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 Sokka is her favorite character at the moment. Um and my dad, uh, really oh, and then also second favorite character for her is Iroh who she likes to call uncle iro uh because she feels that's very appropriate. So every time they say Iroh, she just immediately goes like, "Yep." And and of course she's like as as you know, someone who has Children, adult age children, like myself, she can identify with the parental figure sort of on the show. Anyway, so she likes those two. My dad uh, had difficulty picking a character. He really likes Iroh. He really likes Aang. Um, but uh, his the one that really stuck, uh, stuck out in his mind, um, which was also his animal pick, was Ko. So he's like, actually, I probably, maybe I have to give it to Ko. It's terrifying. So creepy. So creepy. And his favorite episode was the finale. My mom doesn't have a favorite episode yet because they all build. So that is the update from the Kulzik Bunker. Um, so so do we have uh Nolan Allison any other, you know, thoughts that, reflecting back on the entirety of the season, what has stuck with you in your viewing experience? And Allison, as you are the closest to the first time viewer of the three of us, I'm gonna go to you first. So what are you taking away from Avatar The Last Airbender season one?
1: Uh it's very good. <laughs> that I mean that's uh, that sounds like a I don't know, like an easy answer or whatever, but it just, it's really easy to discount programming that is uh, hypothetically made for children. And this obviously did air on a network for children, um, which doesn't mean that it can't be enjoyed by adults, but I, I always appreciate it just a little bit more when literature, um, film, television that's marketed towards children goes the extra mile to be really thoughtful about the stories it's telling and the way it's telling them, uh, because it's, kids can appreciate complexity. Kids can, um, can latch on to really complicated ideas. And as they grow up with something, they'll find new things in it. And I think that's really, really important. And that is, uh, this is one of the best examples of that I've seen in quite a while. Um, it's also just upsetting and for all of the joy in this series. And there is a lot of joy. We've said like, oh, they have like kids a lot, which is great, which is the thing that makes it palatable. It's just so grim, which is life, um, which is like, uh, especially right now. But in general, life can be pretty grim. And I appreciate the balance ha-ha, that the show strikes uh, in that regard specifically. Also the animals, duh. <laughs>
0: Noel, what are you taking away from this rewatch?
1: That
2: I'm sort of really glad that the show's having a resurgence right now for the reasons that Allison just kind of laid out. Um, That it's a show that, and this season in particular, I think kind of sets the stage really nicely for starting to think about these concepts, and then you can steadily build. And so going back and watching the season, I was just really pleased with finding that I was sort of wrong about this season in terms of like thinking that this season was really rocky. And I think it is sort of still in comparison, but it's much better than I remember it being. And that was really pleasing for me. So I'm really glad that we went back through and watched this And decided to do this as like, oh, it'll be fun. It'll be light. It'll be something very different from Lucifer. (laughs) And then it's just like, we've depressed Allison.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the world's depressed Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty says, this is the Rocky season. Wow. And that's the reaction that I'm having too. I think this is the first time, Noel, that I've, you've certainly, both of you have suggested uh, that the show just keeps getting better. uh, But this is the first time that I've, heard this season described in those terms and if yeah. this is the rocky season like i'm uh a little baffled um right that's the wow. thing is like i
2: think that that's i think that there's i think that there's just like it definitely the best way i can think of it is the way in which we think about sort of like riker and his beard um where season 2 of the show is riker with a beard and it's just <laughs> much better like Riker's okay without a beard. He's fine. He's perfectly acceptable. Once he grows a beard, he's much better. (laughs) And Avatar The Last Airbender book two is Riker with a beard. Um, But yeah, no, I think that's what it is. Like, this is a season that is still, I think, wanting to hit these things, but still feels like it has to hit certain, like, were a kid's show sort of notes, especially in the early part of the season. Um, Like as much as I love King of Omashu, that episode still kind of feels like a, it's fun, kid's fun. Like there's a big extended roller coaster sequence. There's all this sort of stuff that I think feels very much like we're going to make a kid's show. We're going to dabble in little things, but then steadily, like once you realize that they got that back half basically, and they went, oh, <laughs> joke's on you, Nickelodeon. <laughs> We're about to get dark. Um, I think that that's, that's the thing. is like they, they shifted into a little bit of a gear in the back half, which I never really gave them credit for um, prior to doing this watch through. So I'm really eager for us to get to book two because, yeah. Um, yeah, just, yeah. I'm, stuff. Yeah, yeah um, stuff. Stuff happens. I will, um, yeah
0: <laughs> I will say that I I'm gonna fall. Closer to the room than, than you on this, Noel. Cause yeah. I think I, I would not describe season one as Rocky. I, I, I don't think it is. I think it's very good. Um, and I don't see as much of a leap between season one and season two as you do. Um, though, obviously there, the, there's significant tonal uh, differences uh, between books one, two, and three. And I mean, as is to be expected, as the giant comet gets closer, <laughs> the stakes are going to escalate, right? So they have time early on, and I think the show needs the time and the space um, early on to go on these like more one-off adventures that are building the relationships, establishing the world, and letting us get a taste of who these characters are as they get to know each other, or at least as Katara and, and Sokka get to know Aang more and more. Um, it's like they're just like they're laying the groundwork. But if they skipped that, then all the later right. stuff wouldn't have the payoff it needs. So yeah. I, I would temper what you're saying a bit. I also don't want people to go into book two with impossible <laughs> expectations. <Right. And
2: laughs> I think that's fair. And I don't want that either because I, I worry I've hyped it up too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's very it's great. it's great. Don't worry, it's so good, it's, it's so
0: good, it's very good. Um, do we have favorite episodes, favorite characters? Where are we at, elson Where are you at right now?
1: I mean, one is Appa, two is also Appa, three is Appa. Um, <laughs> uh, I uh, am feeling like some dual. Lo- I mean, I love all of them equally. They're all very special. Um, at least. Ang Saka and Katara, I love them all very much, uh, but uh, Katara is amazing, and I love Uncle Iroh. and not just because he's provided such good fodder for us to come up with bits and stuff, um, but because I just think it's a wonderful performance and a really interesting character, and has gotten progressively more interesting throughout the season. So, if forced to choose between all of my precious babies after Appa, I would I would have to say uh, Katara and Uncle Iro or Head dead Um favorite episode I mean it's hard to not pick the finale but it feels kind of lazy <laughs> um because it's so it's just so good um so i don't i don't know i uh, i don't know um if if i'm not picking the finale i think i would probably have to go with the northern air temple uh which i found really affecting um and my favorite tertiary character is boomy
0: <laughs> <laughs> love him love him he's very good um Noel, how about you
2: um i'll toss episode love to the blue spirit which i think is a really strong episode good choice. um and so i really really like the blue spirit it's it hits a really good balance of like humor with all the appas and aang and not aang but uh sokka and katara being sick and all this stuff with all this stuff with momo <laughs> It's so good. But then all the good action and um whatchamacallit? Um character stuff that kind of seeps into that episode, I think works really, really well. So I'll give that some love. Um season one character, I think I end up really liking Sokka the best, um, who isn't Oppa, um, because OPA is always the correct answer. Um so I think Sokka ends up at the top of my list for best character in season one. Um, and favorite sort of side character, I don't know, um, I guess it's hard because for a lot of it, I just think about where a lot of these side characters end up, um, so separating them from season, from the rest of the show is really difficult, um, for me, um, so, yeah, Boomy, no, you know what, Cabbage Merchant always the cabbage merchant <laughs> always the cabbage merchant.
1: how very dare i i can't believe i didn't think of that <laughs> <laughs> um let's see did i
2: have anything
1: was there anything else i needed
0: i think that was the main seven list. If there's anything else you want to shout out feel free
1: no maybe we could do like like our best like the best image because there are so many great ones like the best visual moment okay oh. i would be curious what yours are we can maybe come back to it, so you have time. Yeah,
2: I'll need a moment to think about it. The only other thing oh, I'll, I'll like. say is that um, I am sad that we don't get any more Dave Filoni direction storyboarding um, going forward. Oh, um, bummer. So, well, he went he went to go work on the Clone Wars after this, um, after like he finished um, season one. Um, so he's not back. But we also the flip side is that we get a lot more of uh, Gina Carano Volpe, who is great. Um, And then towards the end of the season, we'll start getting some storyboarding from Joaquim de Santos, who's really, really good. Um, And he directs a number of episodes in season three. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll think about visuals um, for you. Mm-hmm. In a little okay. while.
0: That's okay, I'll, I'll come back to both you guys at the end. So, who, which listener wants to go first? Who's up first to talk? Kate, about what about them? you? Oh, I'm going to go last because I don't want to take anybody.
1: Okay, but yes, Fair I enough. will.
0: Because it's very easy to be like, "Oh, I'm way to make us look like
2: the monsters."
0: Hmm. It's not <laughs> that I haven't thought of anything, or that they're all good. It's that I'm being a responsible host. That's the <laughs> ticket. Uh, so, Keenan. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what What is your take on Avatar The Last Airbender? This is your first time watching?
3: This is my very first time watching. My friend Cora has wanted me to watch for a very long time and no time like a plague to really take advantage. <laughs> of, you know, um, I have been totally floored by it. I just, the storytelling, the writing, um, there are so many shows that are currently on television for grown-ups that are not written with anything like the attention to detail and the intention and the structure. And I just, I am um, with Scotty. Like, I don't understand how this is the like least polished season because it seems incredibly polished for me in a way where it clearly knows its audience is children and it's writing to them in a very uncondescending way and it's presenting um kind of like classic narrative arcs and classic tropes and a lot of beats that we love because we've all seen television and read books before and like joke construction and things like there are some formulas there like sure um so but it's it's also like so rich in the ways it's exploring these things it's not just sort of like we are on one single trope story or we are on one single path it's sort of like branching off into all of these very intriguing little directions and we're meeting all these wonderful characters and oh my god it's it's really great it's very very moving um Sokka is the most improved player like growth <laughs> my beautiful boy he's you just love to see it <laughs> love to see it and I, I loved to um that his courtship of UA was and forgive me if I'm repeating something from previous episodes. I have not been able to tune in until today, so I'm not caught up, but his courtship of UA was awkward for sure. And it was very endearing, but it was not the Zaka of episode one. It was not, um, uh, condescending in any way or it was not chauvinistic in any way. It wasn't, um, you know, I'm a nice guy, why won't you love... Like, there was no yeah. sort of, like, uncomfortable ugh, there. He was just a little awkward dope, and she was a little bit of a dope, too. Like, they were sort of awkward together. It was, it was very, very sweet. Um. So he's the most improved player. Uh, favorite character is Appa, followed by Appa, obviously. Hi, Appa, on Noel's shoulder, which is all I want in this world. Yeah, but- listeners
0: at home, uh, Noel is breaking the chat because he went over and fetched his Appa stuffed <laughs> animal, which is just, like... It's- so cute anyways it'd be very distracting but that's okay because we live up
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but of course I love my girl Katara I love that she is um like very good and very powerful but not perfect I like that she's her age um I like that she gets impatient like she's exceptional without like being the like exceptionalism token person mm-hmm. um I got very angry at that uh, North Pole water tribe person. Oh man, I watched it this morning when I had just gotten back from a run and I was like, I am furious. How dare you, sir? This is Katara. Oh, guys, I'm still real salty about it. Oh, it made me so mad. Um, Again, with like tropes we've seen before, but it just hit different. I don't know why I was so mad at him. What a jerk face. Um, so I love her, but uh, you know, the, the whole, the central trio are so well-realized and they're all really, really lovable while also being dirtbags every once in a while. And, um, yeah, they, they're just, they're really, really lovely. I am with Noel. I think despite the fact that there were episodes that were so beautiful and breathtaking and sad, I think blue spirit like really stuck with me um in a way that surprised me. I just like the stakes and the way the characters struggled with them and the the storytelling. I again I did not guess who the blue spirit was at all until Aang saw him. And uh yeah, I was I was really, really floored. But no, I've I've loved watching the show. Oh, and my favorite animal. In terms of like Obviously, Appa was the first and best. And if there can only be one, it's Appa. Um, But in terms of the like, because the first time you're introduced to Appa, you're like an air bison. Okay, okay. okay. That's what we're doing. (laughs) Yes. Like you have to like kind of open a door in your brain that hasn't been opened before and be like, this is what we're doing here with this. The only other animal that has had that moment of like, uh, yep cool has been the was it the bear platypus
0: yeah platypus bear
3: platypus bear platypus bear broke my brain <laughs> I, I bounced back but i had to pause for a second or i was just like of course of course sure um so yeah but it's i mean i was watching i can't remember if it's the finale or the episode right before it where zuko is undercover on the warship and he's in the the uniform with the mask, and he and Iro pass each other in the hallway, and there are a bunch of shots of them with their faces in silhouette facing away from each other. And I was just like, "This is extremely cool, like um, design and extremely cool direction." And I don't know if you call it story storyboarding with animation, but like, what a cool shot in a children's cartoon. Um, so yeah, I've had a great time. I cannot wait to see what my little buddies get up to. I want to learn more about the world. I loved it. It
0: was great. Great. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Especially uh, cause I, with, with Lucifer, I think there was more of a with everyone uh, let's go along for this ride with this show. And this one was more of a blank canvas for people, I think. And so it's satisfying that, that you're enjoying the journey so far. So that's super fun. Okay. Who's up next. So Scotty, this is also your first time yeah. uh, watching the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what was your, what's it been? What's it been like? Uh, it's really wonderful
3: uh I I don't want to dunk on Lucifer because I've already done that but um, uh Lucifer I could just throw on in the morning as background and feel like I had watched it I cannot like I have to this this demands my attention it's so beautiful and I miss so many good things if I just put it on in the background while I'm doing something else um so it's been a like very different viewing experience. Uh, and I've really enjoyed it. Y'all were asking about best visual image, and how can you pick even <laughs> um a Fuckboy Robin Hood episode yes. that forest? <laughs> and, and the whole sequence with Boomy and the um the,
1: streets,
3: uh, yeah. the city slides. I don't me, I can't remember what it's called. Um and obviously like the finale, the part in the little grotto in the water, in the North Pole Water Kingdom, the whole finale, like we're, and the more we watch, the more I think about, uh, we keep talking about the color story of the show and how it reflects allegiance and emotion, emotional state um, and maybe care. I love the little hints of shared characterization that and so I'm very attuned to how the color palette shifts and associates people with worlds or people with development or change or transformation and I cannot wait to see what else is in store um I I also (laughs) Keenan said it perfectly Sokka gets most improved good job little buddy (laughs) uh just doing a great a great job being a kid and growing up and learning stuff I did laugh a little bit at the whole new world moment with Princess Yue when they got Maba.
0: Yeah, Allison, you promised us a song. I'm just
3: saying yeah. That. I was like, oh, and the music's going to swell. It just and like wasn't anybody's fault, but woof, that was almost an identical beat to <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> um, uh, a thing that I am most interested in is this peculiar trio of secret keepers that is Prince Zuko, Aang, and Uncle Iroh, like they all seem to be connected and have s- secrets that they are keeping really close to the chest. And I'm very excited to find out more about that. Um, like we've we seen Aang keep it secret that he knows that he and Zuko keep meeting and keep letting each other go and that Zuko is the blue spirit. And um, and that, I think, other than the finale two-parter, I think Blue Spirit is my favorite episode. Um, uh, I feel bad saying that because our, our siblings have been sidelined in that episode. Although the, the Momo bit is one of the best bits of the first season. Um, so yeah, I, there, I, and I wonder about if, if my finding the Blue Spirit really affecting is because it's a little bit of a simpler story. Because we sidelined the siblings, which again I feel a little bit bad because I'm very invested in Saka and Katara's journey. Um, but the Blue Spirit has just like great shots, great focused, precise storytelling and suspense. And it's great. I love mm-hmm. it. Uh uh, what else? Anyway, yeah, uh does that make sense about the trio of Secret Keepers? Oh yeah. Like.
0: I was very conspicuously drinking water. I don't know if you noticed that.
3: <laughs> no, I was I was uh listening to myself talk and not paying attention Sorry.
0: But More yeah, that um, later. And
3: and I think maybe that's something that I'm thinking about with the color story too, is like mm-hmm. Aang and Zuko sometimes mirror each other's color stories. And that like obviously they are sort of like hero and anti-hero on parallel tracks. Um but but the way their story is unfolding is super fascinating to me and I love it. Um uh, Allison's point about uh the show being actually like really super sad,
4: even <laughs> though
3: it is hysterical. Like the kids fall down, they yell at Cabbage Man yells at them, Momo doesn't know what words are. Um, so many funny things happen. Uh, but like all these kids have been abused or they lost their families or they lost their homes and the fate of the world is at stake and bad stuff happens. And it's just this incredibly huge world that when it started, I didn't think it would feel that big.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have to go with Momo as my favorite animal because my, the rascally animal in my home is named Mo and he is often (laughs) called Momo um so loyalty for season one is going to go to our lemur friend momo <laughs> well
0: i'm glad Momo gets some love because it's very yeah. easy for him to be overshadowed uh literally and figuratively by Abba,
3: yeah so. when he's not i mean he doesn't know what words are but he can be a little uh a little more a little more serious minded than appa mm. and, I, and i think it's we we overlook his contributions
0: yeah i think one of the more entertaining um Animal sequences we got was the battle between Momo and the lizard parrot. Tale. Oh yeah! So yeah, oh, wild. Yeah, plenty yeah. of love for Momo. Well, great. <laughs> any any uh, things you're anticipating or hoping for in the next season? Um,
3: I'm excited to for to, uh Katara to kick some ass, and uh, I would not be surprised if she became a water bending master of some kind and more animals and um uh I I hope that Sokka uh makes more friends Mm -hmm. maybe goes on a date I think that would make him really happy I definitely want the lady warriors to come back um uh the healer lady with the cat is very funny (laughs) uh if that came back I'd be okay
0: with it yeah yeah okay great well thanks. Thanks for sharing your thoughts, Kenan. Do, do you have any, uh, things you're hoping for in season two? I forgot to ask you that.
3: I want to, I want to see more of, um, the different worlds. Like I do feel like we've got an, a pretty solid introduction to what it means to be a water batter. What it, Oh my God. The, all the things they're doing to show off the different fighting styles. I mean, it's Someone mentioned rock, paper, scissors is like a very basic analogy of everything's pretty balanced. But um, I was sort of like, well, the firebenders can obviously destroy everything because they'll just melt it all or break it if it's earth and stone or whatever. But no, everything's pretty, pretty evenly matched. So I'm kind of curious to see what happens as the comet gets closer mm-hmm. and um, how different peoples are preparing. And um, I'm excited to see Katara teach Aang now that she has a few extra skills and abilities under her belt. I want them to revisit that student teacher relationship that kind of crashed and burned earlier in the season. <laughs> Hopefully, I would like to see it come back, but um, I'm very excited about the reveal at the very end of the season about um, Prince Zuko's sister.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
3: very curious to see what she's up to. So, yeah. Okay,
0: great. Well, Tom, I'm going to throw it to you next, if you're ready. And now you've already, you love the show. Uh, thank you for getting Allison to, to watch the show. Um, oh, and I love that background. Fantastic. Chef's kiss. Very good. Um, so I'm not going to ask you what you think is going to happen season two, but, <laughs> but uh how's it been revisiting the show? And thank you for your patience, stopping your first time viewing of the show with Allison, so that we could catch up to you guys. So thank, thank you.
4: <laughs> yeah. I, I, it, it's been, it's been great. I, I knew I wanted to revisit it and I knew I wanted to revisit it with somebody who hadn't seen it mm-hmm. um, just to, just to sort of watch so they could have that same experience that I sort of had when I went through it all. Uh, Cause I didn't watch it originally. I watched it, you know, through Amazon prime like, like five years ago and just watched the whole thing. Um so it's been really great. I also thought the first season was weaker, but I was quickly disabused of that notion because it hit me really really hard in the very first episode how devastated the S- the Southern Water tribe is. They've left their town with like a couple of old people and a bunch of pre-teenagers. And this in this town is nothing compared to what the Northern Water Tribe has. Like the, the Fire Nation has won. They have just decimated them. They might as well be airbenders down there on the South Pole. And that kind of blew my mind. I was like not really and so and so realizing that I was just like, oh. And that made me then be a lot more sympathetic to Soka at the beginning. Um, and a lot of where he's coming from. Um the, the, the open sexism that they sort of take him on that journey of that through the whole show, um, you know, they throw it out there because they don't want you to miss it. Um, and it's important because of where he's coming from. But he's also, like, what, 14 and in charge of the army. And they actually get invaded. Like, it's it's just so brutal um, as the underpinnings of this world. The, the Hundred Years' War has been hitting me at every turn is what that really means. Like this whole planet's been at war. Um, and so I appreciate all the light stuff. I think it's all super funny. I think it's all super great, but I'm not sure that it got darker as much as it just keeps being the more it world builds, the more you realize that it's everywhere. literally everywhere. So they don't have to say a lot about it, but you go to an earth kingdom city that is still standing. And there are several of those because the earth kingdom is still around, but not all of them. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I've been thinking about that, and the second thing that really hits me is that, um, I mean, to do something this good on all ages, young adult, young kid thing, um, takes a lot of talent. But it also just takes a little bit more thoughtfulness than I think we get often. There was a, you know, my favorite episode is also um, uh, the blue demon, the blue demon, and I and the finale. But I think that the one that I was also really thinking of. Um, that hit me and it hit me in the moment when we were when we were watching it is the uh uh the the episode where they go to the uh it's the the uh, the deserter the the guy who is left and is the firebender and in the beginning of that episode they like go to the firebending town because there's a festival going and you just know it's a terrible idea but they do this really clever stuff they do like they they make them wear masks and all of a sudden it's like super theatrical the way their expressions are all working like it's all just body language um there's a great Jokes they do with it, and then they go and watch a puppet show, which like explains all this other stuff. So they're doing like all this super weird meta storytelling in the storytelling that works great. It just sort of lays out this whole world, keeps you entertained, keeps things moving, and then and then um, I actually really like. I I I I tend to also really love episodes where Ang is shown to be mighty, like. They do a great job of pointing out all the time that Aang is a little kid. But, but Aang is also this, this Jedi Knight. Like, you're invading with an army, we have the Avatar. And he's going to be able to actually stand up against this. And so, uh, you know, the deserter's got that great moment, too, when he's fighting uh, Admiral Zhao. And, he, and Zhao can't do... Zhao's the one firing fire the whole time and it takes ang a little while to figure out how to burn up all this stuff but even before that happens it's not like Zhao's hitting him Mm -hmm. he's he's not and Zhao is like you know a 40 year old man and uh last thing on the rewatch that i've noticed too is uh you never skip the intro on this show because it's only like 10 seconds right you know it's it's the whole like uh earth water fire air these are the elements he's the avatar save the world go um But it's not lost on me that in that little intro here, uh, the three avatars they show before air, they're all old people. They're they're all like really old people. And Aang is (laughs) this kid (laughs) representing the the air. And I, uh, so, so I, yeah, I love all the episodes where it's, where Aang is, you know, they've captured Aang and, you know, he's not, you know, he's not trapped with them. They're, they're trapped with him now. Um, and if you keep pushing him, he's going to start glowing until, you know, and they do an also great job that shows that just because he can win every fight doesn't mean he's winning every fight. Yeah. Like the destruction is real. The The stakes are high and gets people killed when he makes mistakes. Um, and I love all of that stuff. So, yeah. And mostly then for season two, all I'm looking forward to is, uh, Allison meeting my actual favorite character on the show, the expansion of, uh, yeah of the side characters and uh, and where this all goes. Cause I just think it's, uh, I, I mean, I think it's just really great.
0: Yeah. I'm assuming you and Noel have the same favorite character. And so I'm looking forward to that as well.
4: Yeah. I, I assume so too. Cause I, 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 know that Noel's been hinting, but it's, I mean, it's only, mm-hmm. it's only because they're the best. Um,
0: <laughs> More on that next week.
2: They're totally uh, the best.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we see. Did you have a favorite animal? Because you said favorite ep- episode, Tom.
4: I do. And everybody, I mean, you know, favorite. Oh, favorite did you animal.
0: say favorite character? Who's your favorite character right now? Uh,
4: oh, I, I mean, Uncle Iroh is my favorite character right now. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I love the stuff with Aang. I actually love the building of him. Um, I think that, I think it's really admirable that maybe, at least by the end of the season, the most flawed person in our triumvirate of heroes is Aang still. Like Zuko's made all this growth and Ang still just like, It wasn't that long ago that he didn't tell them where their parents were and, and, you know, he just, he can't seem to, uh, they do a really good job of showing that while Aang understands what's going on, he understandably runs away from it all the time. Almost as much as he can. He just, the weight of realizing that he doomed the world to a hundred years of war, that, that he did it personally, even if not on purpose, um, it's so rough and they do such a great job of him pretending like everything's okay but then you also see like his righteous indignation at the southern air temple like looking for someone to like get mad at um so i love i i mean honestly and, and Iro. um those are those are my favorite i really like katara and suko too I, I mean they're just they're obviously part of the show um and their favorite answer, okay a non appa uh discussion Non-APA. although although one thing about appa and it does still to this day disturb me a lot is that Oppa has human teeth
1: <laughs>
4: and it's it's weird whenever he smiles at something it's like e um he looks like he looks like the sonic the Hedgehog original trailer you know it's just um it's just uh, uh but i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick Hyde.
1: uh-huh.
4: Uh, because I just think that giant, terrifying panda monster that turns into a cute, lovable panda that just sort of waddles around the spirit world is really cool. I love that there's actually, it made me laugh out loud in the in the episode where the last the finale, um, when, when Angus is like, how do we get out of here? And Bay and just like, you know, barfs a beam of light and, and turns it into a portal. Like no, <laughs> no, nothing, like no even beat of hesitation, just. Um, so yeah, I'll pick Jaime.
0: Okay. Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts, Tom, and for joining us today. Uh, Scotty says, God, I love Iro, Self-care king and brilliantly demonstrating that self-care is not coddling. Self-care is, dem- is taking care of yourself so you're ready when it counts. Absolutely. Sometimes a man needs to sleep. <laughs> a man needs his rest. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So, Marcus, that means I'm going to throw it over to you with your thoughts on the show. And as I recall, this is also your first time watching?
5: Yeah. First time for me.
0: Okay. So I think you are the most... Or the, the the least like enthusiastic of us is my sense of where you're at. So where are you at with with Avatar?
5: Um, yeah, I would say probably the least enthusiastic among everyone, but I still enjoyed it. I think it definitely improved over the course of the season. Uh, like my least favorite episode was the first one, and my favorite episode was the last one. So that's always a good sign.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Um. I think like the last episode was the one truly great episode of television. Like, I think it hit all the notes qu- quite well. Whereas the gr- good, very good episodes before that would always be like overstuffed and rushing plot points or something like that. But I think because they had two parts to do the finale, it really had time to breathe and do everything they wanted to do. Other than that, let's see. My favorite character is definitely Uncle Iroh. Like, I love his just kind of laid-back attitude and just, you know, he knows a lot more than what he's saying. And you can tell he's also, he's like, he's with Prince Zuko, but he's not rushing him to go to fight. and do that like he's just always kind of uh tempering him as much as he can and his just his total attitude is great other than that uh we need favorite animal mm-hmm. the only one beyond obviously opa and momo the one that just sticks out is the platypus bear cuz it is exactly what it sounds like and i can just appreciate that they just went here's a platypus and a bear smushed together
0: it lays eggs don't know what hatches out of them yay
5: yeah it's just like (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) and then did you have a favorite episode well you said the finale already
5: yeah Yeah. um okay cool besides that i think my favorite one would have been uh avatar roku the second part of the Winter Solstice episode. I think that was probably the next best one.
0: Okay. Is there anything you're looking forward to in season two?
5: Well, I'm assuming they're going to be doing... It'll be called The Book of Earth, and there'll be a lot of earth-bending stuff. Mm-hmm. So this one is called Book of Water, and there wasn't that much water-bending relative. Like, it's just a few episodes, so... That's true. Um, actually, what I w- really would like to see is everyone loves... Oppa, but I feel like Oppa spent too much time just being a taxi in this first season. So I want to see more Oppa doing things other than taxi. That's what I'm hoping for.
0: Okay. Drink some water
5: here.
0: Not say the 50 things I want to say. Okay.
1: I want to go on record and say that I actually was just drinking water. I haven't seen any <laughs> of season two. So everybody was simultaneously drinking water, but with me, it was just a coincidence. That's
0: all. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Well, um, any, did you have, uh, uh, Marcus, did you have a favorite visual? Or if not, Allison and Noel, get ready. I'm going to you with that next.
5: Um, two stick out to me. One is in the finale with all the moon stuff, both like when it was gone, when, then like the red shading, and then UA becoming the new moon was really good. Other than that, I think the first time I really just like, Noticed their visual design was at the uh southern air temple um both just from the uh like the painted uh shots of it and particularly when um Ang goes and sees his old master's bones and all that all the fire soldiers right there that was one of the first times I was like, oh, that's very Powerful image.
0: Yeah, great. Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Um, Tom says, uh, I love the moon stuff, how everything goes black and white except for the bending powers and uh, UA's eyes. Yeah, definitely. Um, Noel, did you have a visual
2: that you wanted to then go to? One of the Caldwells mentioned the forest. And yes, no, the forest and Jet is just really, really great. Um, I think that the temple in avatar roku is just really really striking and the ways in like the couple that with the avatar room in the southern air temple um and the way that they mobilize that with with the avatar state as well i think really creates a really great look and visuals so i'll give it there so that we vary our answers just a little bit and i didn't mention my favorite Non appa animal, and it's obviously the otter penguins, <laughs> um, because they're the best, and I love penguins. I have another, I have another really good hybrid animal, but we don't see it until season three. I checked because I didn't want to spoil it, uh-huh. so there's a really good season, there's a really good hybrid animal in season three that's super cute, but yeah, we don't see it until season three, so I can't say what it is. I don't, well, there have been it.
0: lots of very cute ones because yeah. those, but- like.
2: Turtle seals were also adorable. Yeah. And the turtle ducks. Yeah. Very cute. Yeah. Very
0: cute. Okay. Allison, did you have, uh, did you determine your favorite visuals?
1: Oh, I mean, yes, but there are like 12 of them. So um, <laughs> the, the, uh, like shades of gray with splashes of color sequence and the finale has already been mentioned a lot, but that's really incredible. We've talked about uh, Katara's amazing hero shot um, which I really love. Uh, and then, um, uh, in the, in the blue spirit, when we see, when we get to the reveal, um, that Zuko is going to be fighting his dad, there's this really gorgeous shot where you see a piece of fabric just sort of falling and it ends up revealing. And I just, I've thought about that particular image a lot. Um, but there are, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'd like, it's I'm going to pick everything. up everything lit balm and I'm going to throw it and I'm going to hit a really beautiful image. Um, so, uh, lots of choices, uh, but I have thought about that shot in, um, the blue spirit kind of a lot. Um, and I also need to say my favorite non appa animal. Uh, and I just, I like, I love, and it's not just out of loyalty to Scotty Caldwell's cat uh, I really love Momo I enjoyed the bit of Momo trying really hard to bring water so much um and then in the finale that when when Aang tries to return to his body and Momo is just there sad and waiting um it really got me in my feelings so I love Momo. I feel like I need to get a stuffed Momo so that Noel can have the stuffed Appa and I'll have the stuffed Momo. And then, I don't know, that's the end of the story, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> <There> <laughs> and then at. nothing. And then that's, that's how it. life would be. <laughs>
0: that's it. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I, For favorite character right now, I think, uh, I mean, I'm split between Aang and uncle Iroh and maybe Sokka um it depends on on the episode because i I think this show handles the the chosen one character so much better than most uh chosen one narrative kind of shows usually the chosen one character is the least interesting and that is uh not the case (laughs) in this show um so i'll give it to to one of them um uh Tom says the lizard pair is awesome. (laughs) It's just a
2: dinosaur. It's a dinosaur. It's a dinosaur. Because that's what the dinosaurs are. They were just birds that were lizards. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and Marcus says Aang is the least interesting of the three main characters. Shots fired. Okay. Okay. I don't necessarily agree, but okay. Fair enough. Uh, To each their own. Um, Then for favorite episodes, the one that came to mind for me, besides obviously the finale... Um, was actually deserter, the deserter, um, which Tom mentioned, I really, uh, really like it, that episode and how it pulls threads together for most of the characters. Um, but yeah, the whole season, I think with a couple exceptions, I think is really consistent. Um, so it's hard to really single out just a couple and then for favorite non named care, like animals, um, I've mentioned a couple already, but I think how, how quickly we forget the Unagi and the, the anteater sniffer, like fighting thing. And also the terrifying, what are the spider thingies in the, the great divide, which is not a great episode, but those spider things are creepy. Oh, the
2: crocodile spiders. The crocodile
0: spiders. Spider. Cro- I mean, come on. They're crocodile spiders. Who, who does that? Apparently the writers on the show. Um, and then for other things we haven't mentioned, um, and I'll, I guess I'll tie this in with visuals to fit, but like, can we have a moment for how awesome Roku is? <laughs> and just how totally badass and cool that character is. This is a character who's been dead for a hundred years, and yet uh, I'm very invested in them. And every time he shows up, it's amazing. So whether it's to scold the firebender or to kick some ass at the temple uh, and and bend the magma or lava or whatever that is um yeah there's just there's there's a lot to love and I'm very excited for season 2. So tomorrow we're going to start our journey through book 2 Earth and the first two episodes are and I've talked with Noel we've devised how we're going to break things down. So mostly we're gonna be doing two episodes at a time, but there's a couple that, that are gonna get their own episode. So for tomorrow we're gonna to do uh Elison if you would the Avatar State. How does that how does that sound?
1: I'm sorry. What was the name of the episode? Did you say bluey eyed mode?
0: Avatar state, yes. Blue eyed mode. Okay, the first episode is bluey eyed mode.
1: Blue-eyed mode. Um... Blue-eyed mode. <laughs> nice. Oh hey, I just remember something really important that we have to discuss, which is that uh the apparently Lucifer is responsible or John Constantine is responsible for maze being up on earth? Yes. Sorry. Anyway, I, j- yeah. I just we we'll I just remember. about that another later. time. Another time, but yes. Blue Eye Mode. The episode is called Blue Eye Mode. Got it.
0: Okay. And then the second episode is The Cave of Two Lovers. Um and so yeah, that'll be tomorrow. Looking forward to it. So thank you everyone for hanging out in the Zoom today and chatting about the season with us. We're going to have um, there we go. Thank you to uh, uh Keenan and to Scotty and to Tom and to Marcus and to Vince for sending in his comments because he's in Germany and the hours are not good for him to call in right now. Um and everybody listening at home, it's been super fun and I look forward to season 2. So we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs>